Welcome to the Sacred Identity Podcast, a healing space for Black films of all experiences to grow, learn, and heal. We are decolonizing our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, and I am so glad to have you here on this journey. Thank you for tapping in. Hey y'all, welcome to the Sacred Identity Podcast. I am your host, Katora. I use the pronoun she and her, and this right here is a lovely series called Hey Sis Let's Chat. And I am going to be bringing some very dope, very talented um, black films and women on here to share with y'all what they're passionate about, talk about themselves. We're going to converse. We're going to connect. And today I have Jay the Alchemist, and I'm so excited to talk to her because I just know that she's talented and I know this going to be a good episode already. Um, Jay, you want to say anything? about yourself let the people know who you are um well greetings everyone <laughs> i'm jada alchemist um shit i'm just like y'all <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i just study astrology you know that's my thing it's something i'm really passionate about and that i really feel everyone should know even if it's just to help themselves because mm-hmm. it's really all about the evolution you know I definitely agree with that. Like, I found astrology a while back, like, first came into it, and I had to, like, get over all of these ideas that I had, like, things, narratives that people told me about, like, what astrology was, Um, and I realized that it was real. Like, it was very real. I'm like, hold on, this is, like, an actual science. Like, you can't just... (laughs) You can't just look like, at this some... holds weight. You can't just say like real. that's not real. And we're not gonna look into why it is real and then let me create my own decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I um so first of all, I wanna commend you for that because I know astrology is not something that's super easy to learn. Like you have to be passionate about it. Like you have to wanna learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that same way about tarot. Like, how you introduce yourself and you was like, I'm just like y'all. That's how I feel, but with tarot. It's like, right. I'm just like y'all. But I took the time to learn about something I'm passionate about. So, exactly. yeah. We can all do that. Right, exactly. That's, that's the best thing about it. And that's, that's what, that's one of my main things, my bad. That's one of my main things of teaching, like, astrology. You know, just knowing yourself. Like, it helps so much. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets okay. so deep, but my bad. No, you good. Um, so how did you get into astrology? Like, I know you're passionate about it, but like, what was your journey into figuring out? Like, okay, this is my thing. Cause I feel like everybody can be interested in stuff, but for some people, things just stick more, or we gravitate more towards mm-hmm. certain things. And so for you, it was astrology. Like, how did you? get to that point when I was in high school I was on Instagram one day and I seen something about Scorpios and natal charts so I looked up my chart and I didn't get it then I just knew like I had a Scorpio sun and I had a Scorpio moon but I just didn't really remember it it didn't stick and then around April of 2020 that's when I started really studying and getting into it and I fell down a rabbit hole and now I'm here. Yes. 
<laughs> no, because that was my introduction to it, too. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm a Leo. It was kind of funny because I'm like, okay, I'm spiritual now. I should know a little bit about astrology. And I was just like, okay, let me figure out what this whole astrology thing is. And that's when I started, like, teaching myself um, the houses and what they meant. And then I realized I was in over my head. I was like, uh-uh, this is too much. Because then it, <laughs> it got into, like, you know. I'm trying to understand conjunctions and this degree aspects and that degree and, it's, and, and aspects. It's so intricate and I just need people to put some more respect on astrologers' names because <laughs> period. Because it, it takes a lot. Like a lot of, like just remembering all this. Sometimes mm -hmm. I wonder like how does my brain have the capacity to remember all of this? Mm -hmm. But I ain't going to question it because it's a lot like once you fall like once you open one door one thing with astrology it's like okay now i gotta learn the next thing so i, I know and it's man but it's fun though it's like a puzzle mm, mm -hmm. i think it's really That's interesting because like i don't know my first introduction to astrology and you know i was in that exploration phase so that's when i was like you know let me just see what this astrology thing is about i also found yeah. my natal chart and i'm like how does this tell the story of my life like this this it was just <laughs> it was scary but it was also liberating i'm like okay can't this can't be made up because mm -hmm. you know people like to act like astrology is bullshit and i don't know why because it really do be making sense it makes so much sense. And and I think the same things. Like, how could y'all not just not see how this makes sense? But it's not for everybody. One thing mm -hmm. I've learned is mm -hmm. astrology is a language and not many people speak it. It take it take a little bit of discipline and just really wanting to get to know yourself to understand at least your mm -hmm. chart overall. Because mm -hmm. the way it resonates, like, everything may not be good and i think that's what people associate with astrology and mm -hmm. sun sign astrology is what really gave astrology that tarnished type of reputation you know like that's what made people think it wasn't real but due to that it's like people don't understand that the depth of it will really show you and uncover a whole lot of the shadow work that you have to do and that's why you should use it for evolution Mm. And to help you reach that goal and that achievement of enlightenment, if that is what you want this lifetime, no matter what enlightenment looks like for you. Yes, that's such a beautiful reflection. I love when I hear other people like other spiritualists say this ain't for everybody because <laughs> I just be feeling like the, the doors just be a little bit too open, like. A lot of this stuff, hey, I feel like was, a lot of this stuff ancestrally, if we want to talk about being black, was everybody wasn't a diviner. You know, everybody's role in the community wasn't to be an astrologer or a reader or a guide or this or that. And I think that we need to still acknowledge that. Like, yes, we can all be talented and gifted, but I think even more to the point, not every. <laughs> <laughs> we all have stuff like, to unlock. We all have things that are special to us. But that's what I like about astrology is like if you really get to know yourself using astrology, then maybe you might realize that you're not supposed to be here to be a counselor. You know, you're supposed to be right. doing something else. You know? mm -hmm. I've talked to many people who are like 
just well into their age or well into their career, just who they are. And I look at their chart and be like, oh, well, you could have did this or you could have did that. And it turns out to be something that they wanted to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I tell them, I'm like, if you would have talked to an astrologer when you was younger, she would have told you. I say it That's every funny. time. Because I would have told them. I would have told them for sure. It's just, that's just not what we was really raised on. But one thing I've noticed is it was in everything that I watched when I was growing up. Everything that I kind of consumed in a way. It was all spiritual. It was tarot, astrology, all the things I was interested in. They It was put into the media in different symbolism. And so mm. we consumed it. It's just because of the illusions that were created, not many people have noticed it, but we're in the age of Aquarius now, so they waking up. That's interesting. Yeah, and I talked a little um, bit about that in the episode I did talking about like tarot and how I see it. I talked about like the illusions, you know, around practicing things that are seen as taboo. Because like mm-hmm. some people will hear about an astrologer or the stars and this and that or like myself like hear about tarot and they'd be like what the fuck are you doing you you going to hell like what instantly it's that's devil work that's satanic like but it's crazy because all of this stuff is so like you said it was in the media you consumed it um i think they intentionally demonize stuff like this so we don't learn about ourselves they do but Cause in it's still there. It's in everything. Involved. It is everything. It most yeah. definitely is everything. And everything that had to do with tarot cards that was shown in the media, it was always the three of swords and the death card. Always. I yeah, the negative. <laughs> like, the you just want to throw out the death Scary if things. They, but now that I know tarot, if they really wanted to scare somebody, they should throw out that tower. Because I would have ran. <laughs> I would have ran. That tower... And that eight of swords, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, mm-hmm. the fear mongering thing, like making people yeah. fearful only works if it's like a clear thing to be scared of. So the, if the card mm-hmm. literally say death or if it literally say the devil, boom, there you go. But if exactly. it would have took some time or some research for people to actually look into it and be like, oh, okay, the tower mean this, then you probably yeah. wouldn't be scared because we done all had tower moments, you know? Exactly. And we done all been through our tower moments and rebuilt our tower all over again. Period. But that's what they taught us. Like, then the indoctrination is crazy. It's real. And it is real. It's sad, but it's real. And shit. We all need to wake the fuck up and get on the right timeline so we can help one another. Because that's what we headed to. Community. I, I agree. I agree. And that's why I like having conversations like this. Because it feels good to know, like, it's not just me who um, is observing these things. And then, like, for mm-hmm. the people who listening to it, like, it's not just us observing these things. Um. So I guess from more of a, a astrology standpoint, I know you already mentioned, but like, what do you think is shifting in the cosmos to have people be looking at things and moving more towards community? Because I know something got to be shifting. Something got to be the happening. Age of Aquarius. Mm. The age of Aquarius. And Pluto is about to go through, well, the United States is about to go through its Pluto return. Um, Pluto's going to tear all this shit up. 
<laughs> okay, okay, girl. What is Pluto return? Okay, what do that even mean? You gotta explain to us. So a return uh, occurs when a planet returns to the point it was um, in the natal chart. So like Saturn returns to be when Saturn returns to that, etc. So mm-hmm. Pluto rules destruction. It rules transformation, but it also rules birth. Um, mm. So something being torn down and being rebuilt again. A tower moment. That's, That's what so the United States will be going through. You know what's so funny? What? Okay, could putting that into perspective, like the United States, and I'm thinking about like systematic stuff, like um, and you know how we just talked about um, indoctrination. I'm thinking about like how they've intentionally crafted systems to put people of color specifically black people on the bottom and then you Mm -hmm. see people like you know everybody is into social justice right now um people are advocating for things more than ever and it's because (laughs) the if if pluto is returning and this is what y'all set up like this is how y'all built these systems then they're gonna come tumbling down yes ma'am and we also have um hold on let me actually go look before i get to talking just so i can make sure i got my my planets correct Mm -hmm. but yeah pluto is currently in capricorn so it'll be going through that return and when it and capricorn is very capricorn can be very harsh they can be very cold Mm -hmm. they they want to teach you a lesson though that's the thing if they're being cold it's to teach you something and pluto being in capricorn the whole united states is going to be taught a whole lot but the Mm. community and the and the shift into community has most definitely been the age of aquarius that full swing of the age of aquarius because right when covid started that's when things started shifting in that way that's what i noticed Mm. and I feel as we continue on, just even without astrology, like if we continue on and we continue helping one another and rebuilding our own communities and really seeing this system for exactly what it is, which is bullshit, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it could take us a whole lot further. Like we got to go back to what we did back in the day. Like it's time to buy land. It's time to grow our own food. Mm. it's time to to stop fucking around because it's going to keep getting serious and you talking that talk absolutely i agree with people gonna have to choose you're gonna have to choose what you what you're gonna do Mm -hmm. and as you explained um pluto's return is that what what you said i don't know yes ma'am okay right i was thinking of like how a lot of people and I'm pretty sure they've said this all throughout the times, but like, oh my God, things are going downhill and times that, you know, it wasn't like that back in my day and all of these other things. It just makes me think of like how every time something happens astrologically or things shift in a major way, people think the world is about to end when it's not. It's like okay. the way things it's are. It's like we can, um, we can go through change. We yes. just have to accept it. Yes, People like psychologically, there's a shift psychologically and spiritually. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a shift, and I feel it. So I think it's interesting looking at it um, from an astrological perspective because mm-hmm. it makes me feel like not 
Like everything just isn't happening for no reason. That's what I'm trying to it, say. It kind of it, it kind of explains what's going on. So you like exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what astrology does for me too, in a way. Like it gives me that explanation. Sometimes I just have to let it come to me though, because I do study so much and I'm looking at things from like 15 points of views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it really all comes together, and yeah. it just all comes together and I have to use that for my own ascension and also to help others ascend because community, (laughs) we got to do this together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I definitely get that. Um, Okay. So I want to go back to like you and I want to talk about nail charts really quick, because if anything, if people listening to this, um, don't leave with anything i want them to know the importance of how astrology can be a tool for understanding themselves and for their own ascension so how would you recommend people get into astrology i know we both mentioned our natal charts but like Mm -hmm. how would you recommend people incorporating it into their day-to-day because it could be a lot it could be a lot it most definitely can be a lot and very overwhelming. Um, there's an app called Astro Future, because okay. uh, which I most definitely recommend. It you can put multiple people's charts in. Um, you can change it from tropical to sidereal astrology, and it gives you notifications every day. So when if you're really serious about learning just your chart, if so, or astrology overall you can study the chart that it has and you can well if you pay for it then you can move the days back some and then you can move them forward it just depends Hmm. but there's also a lot of good astrology sites it just depends on what you're really interested in but the ones i use the most are cafe astrology and astro seek and cafe astrology has a lot of really good articles like for beginners astrology and it breaks things down really really well hmm. okay i'm taking notes <laughs> <laughs> what was the other website because i know about cafe astrology what was the other one astro seek and put a hyphen between uh the word well the words okay period um, let's talk about what you have prepared for us today, because you came ready like we was about to get educated, and I am here to learn. And let's 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 get into it. <laughs> okay, so I prepared some things for y'all today. I know I know some of y'all are skeptics, and it's okay. It's okay because I got I got some heat for y'all today. So, I'm going to be talking about Winnie Houston. I'm looking at her sidereal chart and just some observations that correlate with her life and, you know, different events and different things and who she was. Um, I did do my research on her, so I didn't, I made sure I knew what I was talking about so I could correlate it with what I looked at in her chart. Um, And then, it's just a few topics that I'm going to talk about. Um... My most favorite one will really be Saturn and Solar Returns because I feel like we could really utilize those to help us grow exponentially. Even if you're not looking at astrology like day to day, 
paid attention to that solar return and that Saturn return, that can help you a whole lot. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, so uh, what am I going to start off with? I'm going to do Whitney first because that's what I'm most excited about. So first, Whitney was born on August 9th. That's the 9-9 portal. So that is some different outworldly type of energy as is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Whitney is, well, she was a Cancer sun, a Pisces moon, and an Aquarius rising. Now, if I would just be looking at this chart, like not even knowing whose chart it was, I'm already knowing like, this is somebody who's creative, like super creative. And they're probably very popular because having Leo and Pisces placements makes you popular oh she also has a leo mercury my bad mm-hmm. um because pisces rules glamour and leo rules popularity it rules that spotlight so when those are mixed together you kind of get more of that attracted to you um and aquarius as well fame is kind of easy for aquarius risings to acquire mm-hmm. so whitney she got on the scene at like 20 years old i believe and she was she, she was popular for two decades, so 20 years. Like, she was making music, making hits, and she was doing her. Um, right. And, of course, we know that many people may know the story of how she passed away um, and what may have involved that. Uh, I didn't really look into the forensic side of astrology to really, like, explain that because there mm-hmm. is, like, another kind of astrology you can use. So first I'll start with what I recognize about her cancer son. Um, she was married for 14 years, like despite the drama in the court and just the extra shit. Um, and that's mm-hmm. typically because cancers will like put their family in their home before them, especially if their view of what they wanted a home to be wasn't what it was when they were younger. Um, so I did notice that. And she also had a lot of her family on her payroll and she paid for a lot. Like she took care of her family. That mm-hmm. is that strong cancer energy. Like cancers, I don't know if you know any, but all the ones I know, they got like deep ties with their families. You know, mm-hmm. but some people, some people don't have real relationships like that with their family, but cancers typically do. Um, whether that be positive or negative, it just depends on how that resonates with them. Right. She also, she, she also had a Pisces moon. And like I said, she was super popular for two decades. That's that glamour of Pisces. Pisces is like, Rihanna is a Pisces, uh, in a tropical Pisces. And you see how, how people just pay attention to her. Like right. she's it, you know? The it girl. That's the type of energy. Right. That's the type of energy that Whitney had as well. She was that it girl. She was the standard, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but because she was the standard, that's also why they like terrorized her in the media for so long. Because mm-hmm. she was so damn popular, it was like she could do no wrong. Um, and that's that illusion that Pisces moons kind of may give off to other people because they're not letting you know them full selves yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's also Pisces can create a lot of illusions for themselves as well. And because they're such emotional beings, like 
Pisces is already a really, really emotional sign. Having it as your moon sign, oh my goodness. It's like you're always swimming in the depths of your emotions. And it's kind of hard to swim because it's so damn deep. But because they tend to deal with that heaviness, uh, that's why Pisces rules drugs and addiction. Because that escapism, people turn to drugs or alcohol to typically Mm -hmm. help them do that. Um, And I also noticed that Pisces does rule acting in a way. Um, because they're good at taking on that, uh, good on taking on the emotions, and mm-hmm. they have that ability to really kind of shape shift into something else. Pisces does rule. It rules unconditional love. It rules tangible emotional energy, um, like the like how deep the tides are and how they change. That's Pisces energy. So it's typically, well, especially in emotional roles or just overall roles, they could be good at acting. And because she had Leo on her chart as well, and Leo does rule acting, I see that as well. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. They See, that got me thinking. I've heard people take, like, Michael Jackson's chart and break it down like people do this and then you can literally see astrology play out so Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting because I haven't heard anybody do that for Whitney and you can see like this stuff is real you know (laughs) like if we're working with energy if you if you like literally look at energy in a way that it can impact like the decisions we make, the things we're into, how we deal with things. I love that example. I love that example. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you on that for sure cuz people people that's how I really learned how to look at charts by looking at other people break down like celebrities charts just because mm-hmm. it's so easy to just like let me go do some research on this celebrity you know find some things out and then once I was able to kind of do that I was able to do that more with other people's charts and then more so with myself because for a while like I looked at my own chart and it looked like a puzzle I could not solve <laughs> mm-hmm. but when I looked at others it was so easy and I was just it was just a lack of knowing but also, like, this is a lot of information, and I'm trying to put it together in my head with, like, looking at other people's examples and trying to mimic that way. And I had to learn how to teach myself in my best way possible. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, I know I relate to that because, like, I learned tarot. Like, I didn't, when I went to learn tarot, I didn't go by a whole bunch of books and you know mm. take a bunch of classes and stuff i learned from watching other people read and then mm. you know i did get some books and i did practice and i did like you know make sure i knew the actual card meanings and the actual you know logistics yep. of things but it took me seeing it in action i think it has to do with your learning styles to be honest but um mm. yes yeah, like i had to learn the basics in order to be able to apply it to me and then i was able to extend that to others so it's a process it's definitely a process life is a process (laughs) i be over it sometimes 
I agree. Life is a process. This is a mm-hmm. whole bunch of different processes. Okay. It's like you get through one process, you find out you know, 15 other ones. You like, damn, when did I sign up for this shit? And that's why they but say really, trust the process. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just going to trust all of them. I hope mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, what else I about Whitney was she was an Aquarius rising. Aquarius tend to be ahead of the curve. Like, that's just who they are. Aquarius and Leo are sister signs. Um, Leos tend to be ahead of the curve, too, because they just born with that spot. Like, you're a Leo son, right? Mm-hmm. How has I'm that Leo. been? Have you always, like, are you popular? Has the spotlight always been on you, or do you find yourself, like, people drawn to you more? Um... I wouldn't say the spotlight has always been on me. I think once I like began to realize my worth, because I spent a lot of my childhood and like a lot of the time growing up just, Gretchen, I don't know what I was depressed. I don't know what to call it, but I just well, wasn't feeling too. myself. I, <laughs> I had issues with my self-esteem, issues with my confidence. I didn't really know myself. I didn't really feel valued. But when mm-hmm. I did like start doing my shadow work and learning about myself and stuff then i realized people was recognizing me you know and Mm -hmm. i'm like wait whoa like huh and now i loved it but you know spotlight i don't know if i'm Mm -hmm. gonna call it the spotlight because i I don't i I said spotlight for lack of better words but it's like attention (laughs) yeah attention magneticism that's that what hurt? I was just about to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the magnetism. That magnetism. You have towards other people. Like, I definitely. see that in Pisces for sure. I definitely and, I can, and, I can relate and to And that. I most definitely resonate with what you said because I felt the same way. Then I had to learn. Once I learned, I'm like, girl, you got to get your life together. Come on now. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't be out here not knowing, not, not being confident, not knowing who you is. I was like, uh uh-uh, come on. Yeah, it was and really we've been interesting. interesting. Yeah, for sure. Cause I did. I really did have to learn about myself in order to. I don't know. I feel like we have in a sun sign. Yeah, to tap into that energy. That's what I'm trying to say. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I always knew my sun sign, but like, if eighteen year old me was reading that, I would have been like, what? People don't pay attention to me. I don't even. You know, I don't. I don't people don't fuck with me. I don't even fuck with myself. I had mm-hmm. to fuck with myself. I had to tap into that energy. And then it was like, okay, now I get it. It's always been there, you know, like just the fundamentals of like me being a Leo and stuff, like mm-hmm. creativity and the expressiveness and stuff. But I do think like how you raise definitely impacts how you express the energy of your sign, at least your sun sign. It does. That's how I feel. And also, like, when you look at your chart, you got to look at the degree, the house mm. placement, the aspects to and from. You feel Period. Me? Because I'm it's... talking to an astrologer because that sun sign <laughs> shit, okay, you fucked up. Like, of course okay. you can't know yourself completely when you got all of these other competing energies. Option, like, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cancer. I'm this, da, 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 da. You talking all this stuff the whole time you a sidereal Gemini. You got a Leo moon, and your rising sign is Pisces, and you're wondering why you're sad all the time. It's okay. 
You just need to learn a little bit more I, about yourself. It's okay. For real, because then I think from that perspective, you're like, yeah, of course astrology doesn't make sense to you. Because you right. think you only got the one sign. You think it's only the one energy that's impacting you. When the whole time. It's, it's way more layered than that. It's way more intricate. And how does that not make sense? Like, the fact that we learned about the solar system. Mm. And we all know we have a zodiac sign. And it's like, okay, it's the sun sign. What do the other planets mean? It was like, there never was. Well, let's teach y'all about this too. You know, let's see what else is to this. Because shit, we just was taught to be closed-minded as fuck. That's funny. See, I never, I never thought about it from that perspective. Like, right. they really did it. teach us about the whole solar system. Gee, did a whole project and everything. I remember. <laughs> But it's only the one sign, and you know, it's I don't just know. It's messed up. It's just to keep people from knowing themselves, from truly knowing yourself. And I feel like tropical astrology, that that most definitely is is putting us off the timeline for ascension as things are happening. And it's like tropical astrology. I do think it holds a little bit of truth. Because some people resonate more so with their physical self and not their spiritual self. They may not be mm. there yet. Or they may just resonate more with their physical self. I know some days I'm really feeling like just certain tropical placements. Because I know both of my charts. I've been paying attention. Mm. And a lot of the times, like, as I've been tapping into myself more and really learning, I'm really fucking with my sidereal. And... It was so shocking to me to learn that tropical was, like, not correct. Because it's off by 30 degrees. Like, it's okay, not correct okay. to the constellations. Mm -mm. <laughs> Let's pause and, okay, educate us for a second. So, okay. what is the difference? Okay, you, you just said it's 30 degrees off. But, like, yeah. I had this question formulating as I was, as you was talking, but you answered it. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> sidereal and tropical. To, what's the, what are each of those? Talk to us about that because I feel like I've obviously heard of both, but mm -hmm. for somebody who might be listening today, like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's different. <laughs> like, there are different systems. There are different systems. <laughs> there is multiple branches of astrology. This shit get mm -hmm. deep, okay? Mm -hmm. And tropical astrology is typically, it's known as Western astrology. And it was formulated by the uh, the philosopher Ptolemy, where he felt like Aries should start at zero degrees and every sign should follow after that, making it like seasons. That's why each month is, you know, it starts on the same date type thing, like June mm -hmm. 20th to July 21st type thing, you know. Uh, but either way, that's how they had it set up. And it's off. It's called the moving zodiac. So it moves like one degree every procession until it gets all the way back through the full zodiac, which moves it off from the constellations in the sky. So mm -hmm. sidereal astrology, it matches the constellations. You could, I wow. thought that I was a Scorpio. The sun was in the constellation of Libra when I was born. And it was a lot to swallow. <laughs> that is so interesting. So, okay, looking at it from both of those perspectives, do you feel like one holds more true than the other? Or like, how do you, how do you see that? 
Like if you have like to reflect so. on your own charts. Sidereal most definitely reflects on like the deeper me. As I've learned more, as I've healed more, um, my physical self or my physical self and just looking at my tropical chart, like looking at those two, I would say it resonates, but sidereal just, I feel like we. I want to go with the constellations. I want to go with what the hell is going on in the sky. So Period. just based off of that, like it's sidereal all the way. Okay, that's so interesting. So now I need to figure out what my sidereal chart is because I don't know. You can that's you can I'm... look it up on Astro Seek as well. Period. Okay, I got a little project. I got a little homework. So if y'all ain't even found your initial what is it tropical um, natal chart, mm -hmm. then don't even worry that's about the tropical. Don't. Jay don't even worry about the tropical. Don't even worry about. It. You just go look at the sidereal and we all got some homework. Okay. <laughs> I hope y'all study. I hope y'all take it seriously because it's time. Studying yourself is the best type of studying to do. Like, I just feel like if you want to be a professor or you want to be a smart or you want to be studious in everything outside of you, but you don't want to take the time to reflect on or learn yourself, you might, like, people need to look into that. Why is that? Okay. You know? <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. I feel so like I'm gonna do my really work. Study yourself. When you really study yourself, you uncover a lot about yourself that you probably didn't know about, and that shit can be shocking. Like it can definitely people, be a lot. Some people get really, really overwhelmed and just deny that shit. Some people get overwhelmed to the point like, no, I need to change this. Just depend on the type of person you are, and if you're ready to really understand astrology and use that to help, because it's a tool. It's that's real that's really real because like um i've reflected on that too at different points in my journey it's like some people are quote-unquote sleep because it's much easier to be quote-unquote sleep like it's yeah, much more comfortable to not do the work to not reflect mm -hmm. on yourself because you know you have to start taking accountability for certain things you have to you know you realize that you have to heal certain stuff it might not be comfortable there might be trauma attached to it so on and so forth but i just feel like when you invest that time and energy into yourself you're giving yourself the opportunity to evolve and that's like what exactly. i want to inspire and awaken people to do and like you said astrology is a tool so use it <laughs> like, that's how i feel why not that's a good question why not i hope y'all ask yourselves that you heard them why not <laughs> that's what we need that, that's what i asked myself because it's like when i really start getting into it i'm like why not learn about me you know, why not apply mm. this to me? And looking at my chart and just knowing who I am and breaking certain things down and learning, girl, I fell on that rabbit hole again <laughs> while I was already in one. And it just it just keeps getting deeper. But y'all got it. Just have the yearn to want to know you and you'll be safe. Mm -hmm. And I already have a feeling like I just intuitively know in my spirit that the people who are listening to this are about that like obviously we're all at different points 
on our journey. You know, we all have our learning to do. And, you know, we talk about processes. We all mm -hmm. got our different processes. Right. But if you're listening to this, you're most likely supposed to be listening to this. And there's something there. Something there to learn. Mm -hmm. It's a lesson in everything. It's a lesson in these words you're hearing. It just depends mm -hmm. on how you want to apply it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that really resonated with me. Because that's something I've been learning lately. Lessons. Like, <laughs> and it's funny. I've been learning about lessons. About all the lessons that I've been going through and that I've been learning. And uh, it's just, that really resonated with me. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Period. You're welcome. But getting on into the few topics I had about why we should use astrology and different things you could look at in y'all charts just to see like, okay, she, she wasn't playing. Like this, this is kind of true. Mm -hmm. So one of my most favorite ones to ask anybody, especially people who kind of skeptic about astrology is their sun sign degree. Now, the degrees in astrology mark uh, the time point it was at until it moved on to the next degree. So there is zero to 29 degrees in every sec every wedge of the Zodiac wheel and all 12 uh, mm -hmm. wheels. Well, all 12 wedges fit into one wheel. <laughs> mm -hmm. But either way, uh, there's zero to 29 degrees on all of them. And so say like your sun sign was 17 degrees Leo. That mean, And it would usually have like a, an apostrophe and it'll say like 18. So that means it was 18 minutes into being at 17 degrees. And so when it got to that hour, it's going to, well, 24 hours, it's going to move to the next one. Um, so you would look at your sun sign degree and it could be anywhere from zero to 29. But that signifies a year that the trajectory of your life change like had you not gone through that situation or you didn't grow in a certain way or something didn't happen you wouldn't be who you are today mm. and I can say for both my tropical chart and my sidereal chart both the sun sign degrees hit for sure and my tropical mine is at 15 degrees and uh, I was raised by my grandmother Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was 15 that I really had to, like, go live with my mom. And I was, like, stuck with her. Like, it was no going back in a way. Um, that changed my life. Like, the whole trajectory of my life. Had I stayed with my grandmother, things would be completely different. Right. Um, in my sidereal chart, it's 21 degrees, Libra. And I was 21 last year. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 22 in November and I learned that my sun sign degree in sidereal was 21 right before my birthday. And it, it sent me into like this really deep reflection and my life completely changed this past year. Like everything, my whole perspective, who I want to be and all the lessons that I have learned, it's changed everything. Like had that had, Anything that not had happened, like I'm saying the whole year, like every single thing, because mm -hmm. I found the lesson in everything. It, it, I wouldn't be who I am now and I wouldn't be who I will be. And so y'all need to look at y'all sun sign degrees. Period. <laughs>
and I am definitely gonna look into seeing what my sun sign degree is because I love that like just as a point of reflection assuming you haven't reached you know your degree yet um oh, I'm interested to in see what's up you also add another 20 years and then that'll let you know when something else will change the trajectory of your life in that way oh. and also the sun is also how you view yourself so it'll kind of change like the outlook that you have on yourself and kind of who you want to be moving forward from that point okay okay homework we got assignments <laughs> <laughs> i hope y'all do y'all assignments for yourselves i'm it definitely is. gonna do mine i'm i'm really interested in seeing what comes up let me know if it resonates that'll be i, I would lo- i would love to look at your chart if you ever wanted me to as well I, just, I was just about to ask you that, like, can we book you? Can we, <laughs> can we buy services from you? Because I'm, I'm not gonna pr- have you on here promoting things for free. That's not what we gonna do. But <laughs> <laughs> can we book you? Like, you um, know. Also, go ahead, and plug yourself. Tell people where to follow you, because they need to get into it. Your content, girl. I love your content. I Thank love you. it so much. I be like, Thank okay. You. Girl, I be, you know, a, I be a little hard on myself. Like, does this look good? And yes, I do. tell myself, like, bitch, you need to get it together. For real. Thank I'm the same you. way, though. Like, I could. Please. I know the struggle. Especially. Being too hard on myself. <laughs> that's just the nature just... of creating things online. <laughs> right. Because it's online. Like, oh because my God. it's online. But where can I follow me? What's my ad name again? My bad. Uh, the Alchemist J on Instagram and Twitter. Um, that's where I post most of my astrology info. I also do tarot readings, so you can find my information there. Um, yes. There's a highlight on my Instagram page that has the information for um, natal chart readings that I do, uh, and they're delivered in a document format or a pdf format just however i send it uh, either to your email just so you could look back on your chart excuse me i include like i include chakra points you should look at numerology i'm i'm working with all types of energy when i look at natal charts so Mm -hmm. i am available to be booked for that and yeah yeah (laughs) really i just like posting information about upcoming transits and different things so y'all can learn how to look at your charts for yourselves and then we can have these deep ass conversations about what we looked at in our chart together (laughs) yes okay because i'm gonna have to give me one i already knew i was gonna have to give me but i really need to get one now because just looking at your content i'm like oh she know her shit like period (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm, i told you i fell down the rabbit hole i'm still down it Mm-hmm. I'm still learning. Like this astrology stuff. Oh my goodness! I don't like. I spoke to a medium, Tara, and the first mm-hmm. thing she told me was, "The stars are your thing." I was like, "But like this lady don't even know me," <laughs> and, and that just that. confirmed it. Like I'll never, I will never ever not mess with astrology ever. Like it's just it's me. <laughs> Oh, I love that. 
And that's like, just to kind of bring this full circle, that's the point of this series. Because like, I want to talk with people about what their thing is, what they passionate right. about. Because I don't know, there ain't enough spaces for us to just be honest and be candy. And I love when black women nerd out about stuff. Like you said, you fell down a rabbit hole. Everybody got their own rabbit hole to find. Fall down. Go find your rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. Go find your rabbit hole and just chill in there for a little while. It's fun. <laughs> in my opinion. I agree. Um, it just fall down the rabbit hole, y'all. That's all I have to say. And you'll, you'll come out eventually. <laughs> They'll come out eventually. Um. Hmm. I resonated with that. Man, you've been hitting some points. <laughs> I I've been I've been speaking to my friend that she's the type where like spirit talks to her through other people. Mm-hmm. And I've been feeling that energy and my ears been ringing like a whole lot lately. So I just been paying attention. And it's just certain words you've been saying. It's just been resonating with me deeply and I just I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Like, wow. That's so funny. <laughs> and I spoke a little bit before. So I'm really like, wow. Like, I'm, I got a lot of reflecting to do when we get done. But <laughs> Me too. I learned a lot. And I thank you so much for speaking with me. Like I said, I already knew this was going to be a good talk. And sure, sure. I'm excited to have you read my natal chart. Hey, if you've reached this point, you have successfully finished an episode of the Sacred Identity Podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much. I appreciate the hell out of (laughs) y'all. If you are looking for ways to support me, make sure first and foremost that you are following me on social media. I am at the Sacred Identity on Instagram and I am at Sacred Identity underscore on Twitter. I would love to have y'all there if y'all aren't there already. If you are looking for ways to donate um, and support this podcast monetarily, visit my website at thesacredidentity.com and you'll find a really big donate button. You can click that. Um, or you can visit the podcast page and click the donate button there. I appreciate you all. Share, share, share this. Tell your folks about me. Tell your sibs about me. Let everybody know. <laughs> Katora has a podcast over on The Sacred Identity. And yes, Ashe, I am so grateful for you all. Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for more.